Are you a rule keeper? Are your eyes attuned to what is right? Do you have strong feelings about how life is to be done? This is Thursday, October 19th, and we're continuing our study of the gospel and parenting. Now, growing up, my family, my parents did not overwhelm us with rules. I'm the middle of three boys, and when we were young and living at home, my parents were happy to let us explore the world without too many constraints. Now, as I think about this, my parents would have been horrified to see what we experimented with. Our garage always seemed to be filled with odds and ends, the best sort of stuff for building things. And of course, most of what we built didn't work properly. Life seemed like a great adventure. We lived on one of Miami's many canals, and we had a John boat. We loved fishing and swimming. We loved pet turtles. We had a parrot we captured in the backyard. And best of all, we loved snakes. Now, my mom reluctantly agreed to allow us to keep snakes in the house. I know every family needs their set of rules. People in general need order rather than chaos. This is why God gave his people the law. It was not given as a means of salvation. Actually, God redeemed and saved his people from their slavery before he gave the law to them. God delivered his law to the people because he wanted them to enjoy life, to live happy lives. We need order and structure for that purpose. I want to go to our text for today, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 to 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Yes, the gospel and parenting involves the law. Paul tells children of the church to obey their parents. Yes, with grace, the law is needed for order in the family and in the home. We might think that Paul would skip this teaching. But remember, the Jewish people knew the law well. But the Gentiles had a completely different approach to their children. In the Greco-Roman world, there really was no consensus on childhood. In most places, children were treated as smaller adults. There was no understanding of the stages of emotional and spiritual development. And as a result, most often children were not protected from the worst things in life. They were subject to cruelty and abuse. They were rejected and often abandoned. Order in one's life and in the home is a gift from God. There can be no order without training. Actually, faithful discipline and training is a form of parental love. Here's what we're told about God the Father in the book of Hebrews. Endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as his children. For what children are not disciplined by their father? If you are not disciplined, and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are not legitimate, not true sons and daughters at all. Moreover, we have all had human fathers who disciplined us, and we respected them for it. That's Hebrews chapter 12, verse 7 to 9. You see, to take the time to train and discipline children is an act of love. Often parents, and fathers especially, don't have the patience for discipline. But notice that God treats us as his children, 
in this way. And he even uses hardship in our lives for training. Now we're now going back to our Ephesians text. Note that this, this commandment about obedience includes a promise. Why is this the case? This is the same promise that the Lord provided for his people when he gave them the law. He told them as his children, obeying his word would lead to prospering, long, and joyous life. Remember, that's one of the purposes of God's law. Chaos and disorder are like the undoing of God's precious creation. And this is why the law of God is so important. You see, used appropriately, the law itself opens the way to grace, like a doorway into a room where there is peace. Of course, the law cannot save us, but parents can teach their children the truth, the Word of God, the way God created our world to work. All such wisdom begins with the fear of God, the awareness that God created our world and filled it with His order. Coming to respect and reverence God in the way he made our world, as I said, that's the beginning of this wisdom. And so our role as parents is to instill this wisdom wrapped in God's grace and love. Now, I want to go back to my childhood. My mom did allow snakes in our home, and we had quite a few. Her one rule was that snakes should never be free in the house. They had to be secure in their cages, and we were good with that. But as matters were bound to happen, one escaped, a beautiful little, it's called a ring-neck snake. The snake is small. It rarely grows longer than 13 or 14 inches. It's the most docile of the snakes and completely harmless. Should we tell mom? Being small, though, how are you going to find this snake? We could not find it in the house. Had it gotten outside? One day, my mom picked up a shell from a bowl of shells on our coffee table, and she said, This feels a bit heavy. And no sooner had she said this than that little ring-neck snake came out and landed in her lap. There he is. You can imagine that day. My mom, being the adventure she always was, was a, got a good laugh about it and told us to redouble our efforts to keep our snakes confined to quarters. Here was both grace and law. There were many rules our parents helped us with, but the purpose was not to prove who was the boss or to exert authority and, to con and control, but to teach life us about life in God's world for God's glory. With this, God slowly taught us how to honor our parents, to be grateful for their care and provision and direction. Let's pray. You are the perfect Father, O Lord. Help us to welcome your word of truth and to know that your discipline and correction is the proof of your faithful love. Teach us, we pray, how to live, how to love as you do. In your name, amen.